You're listening to Spice Radio 1200 AMs The Morning Buzz with Man Karen Audula. And we're speaking to Walt Judas, CEO of the Tourism Industry Association of BC. And we're talking about how the tourism industry is feeling about this summer and what are the concerns for areas that have been impacted by the wildfires. Walt, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me, Man Karen. Good to speak with you again. Nice to speak with you too, Walt. Now, what is the outlook for the summer 2023 tourist season? Well, thankfully, the industry is bouncing back. We are seeing recovery somewhat sooner than anticipated. Of course, people want to travel. It's kind of in our DNA. So there is still that pent-up demand that we experienced last year, and it's carrying over to this year. So it's overall pretty positive, but it's uneven. It really depends on the region, and in some cases, the sector. There are some sectors that still have not fully recovered and largely it, it isn't that they aren't seeing uh, customers or clients or visitors, but they're still trying to recover from the debt that they incurred over the time of the pandemic. And yet other sectors are performing very well and continue to do so. They did during COVID and that's carrying forward until now. I think what we are seeing, though, is when I say uneven, you look at regions, obviously those affected by wildfires are experiencing cancellations. On the other hand, I was speaking with somebody in Fort St. John this morning, and the Donnie Creek wildfire, which is the largest ever in British Columbia, about 150 kilometers north of Fort St. John, isn't necessarily preventing people from traveling through that region and um, on the Alaska Highway and carrying on with their vacation plans. In fact, some people are blissfully unaware of the magnitude of the fire in the north and have decided to, to travel regardless. So it's, um, it's an industry that is quite resilient. As you know, we've, we've been building as a sector for well over 100 years with the odd blip here and there particularly during the pandemic in in recent memory. We aren't seeing the level of international visitors back again to the degree that we had prior to COVID, but that may take another year or two before we start to see uh, that recover to 2019 and previous uh, measures. And I want to talk a little bit more about the wildfires because it seems like every summer in BC is so unpredictable and it isn't even officially summer yet, but yet we've seen some parts of BC being hit really hard by these wildfires. And I don't know, Walt, and maybe it's hard to answer this because we had the pandemic, but are you noticing trends where maybe people are vacationing earlier in certain parts of BC, let's say, you know, the interior, for instance, because they think, oh, maybe deep into the summer, I don't know what the forest fire situation is going to be like. Are you seeing things like that? Hard to say, and I guess that's probably dependent on the region, but the end of June is typically when families can vacation because kids are in school. And so what we are noticing, though, is that people aren't necessarily booking as far ahead or they're waiting uh, for some of the months that have typically had wildfires in years past are normally really busy times of the year, like July and August, and August in particular. But the bookings aren't there in some regions just because people are waiting to see what transpires with the wildfires. But on the other hand, uh, it's up to us 
as an industry or a sector to really educate potential visitors on where the wildfires are happening at present, what's being done about them, and and to try to avoid these cancellations that many communities are experiencing as a consequence of what's happening today. And so it's a it's kind of a no before you go message and and you know we're getting uh, reports of some of the resorts in Tofino, people are calling and saying, I'd like to cancel my August vacation plans because of wildfires that are happening today, or will the road be closed through until August? And these are people, again, that are just unaware of what the situation is, and I don't want to downplay the seriousness of the wildfires uh, in the Tofino, Port Alberni, Euclid region, but at the same time, you know, we are st- uh, starting to see a shift in weather that is helping the conditions there. They are working on um, on the area by the road into Tofino that is helping to mitigate some of the impact. Uh, there's lots of things that um, first responders and firefighters and government is doing to try to uh, certainly... Um, try and certainly deal with that situation. Mm-hmm. And are there any like emergency preparedness plans that are kind of in place, particularly for these areas that have been impacted by the wildfires? Yeah, each is uh, managed at the very local level. And so you have seen over the course of the last few weeks, evacuation orders for places like Tumbler Ridge and in the north. Uh, that hasn't happened yet in uh, Tofino, Euclid, or the Port Alberni area of the island, but they are very localized to be sure, and then within days they are often lifted as the situation changes, but um, that remains the same year over year over year, and first responders and RCMP and others are uh, on top of what's happening in a particular region, and their first priority is to make that people are safe. So it's uh, it's no different than in previous years, but certainly something that our industry pays very close attention to because we, we don't want visitors to venture into regions where there are evacuation orders and where people uh, will be unsafe if they decide to travel. So a lot of the roads are ultimately blocked off. There are a number of things that... Uh, government and first responders are doing to prevent that kind of scenario. And Walt, I want to talk a little bit about, like, what are some of the ongoing challenges that, you know, our tourism industry here in BC is dealing with? Because obviously we're seeing more people traveling, they're moving around, which is good. But like you said, too, there are still some sectors that aren't quite thriving yet. Yeah, I think from a business perspective, um, you know, business travel hasn't fully recovered yet. Conference travel is doing reasonably well, but The conferences aren't yet as large as they once were. I think people still need to overcome the fear of traveling, especially to a foreign destination. But on the other hand, uh, we're seeing good signs in the years ahead. Conferences have either rebooked or new conferences are being booked uh, from international markets that I think will bode well for the future of that sector. Um, We are seeing still challenges that I alluded to earlier with businesses uh, meeting their debt obligations. So they may have borrowed from 
against federal government programs like SEBA that have, um, you know, the, the interest rates have gone up. There's a deadline on or a repayment schedule. There's uh, some forgiveness of those loans if they're repaid um, by a specific deadline. But on the other hand, many businesses aren't able to do that yet. The revenue just isn't there. So that would be one, just meeting debt obligations. Clearly, we've had uh, a longstanding issue exacerbated by the pandemic of, uh, of a lack of workers. Many businesses can't operate to full capacity because they just don't have the staff. Good signs that some businesses have um, undertaken recruiting efforts. In fact, that took place a couple of months ago, and they are seeing a flood of applications. But it really depends on the business or the sector and where it is, because part and parcel with uh, labor challenges is um, housing. A lot of communities are still challenged uh, with lack of housing, rental housing. And, of course, if you, as a business, are recruiting a worker and um, you're trying to find them a place to live, if you can't do that or they can't find a place to live on their own, they're not coming to your community or your business. So those are a couple of the major issues that our sector is still dealing with and very, very difficult to solve. But I think all hands are on deck with employers, the industry, organizations like Go2HR, working with uh, provincial and federal government on perhaps some policy changes that could help. There's a number of moving parts, but it won't be solved overnight. And I think those will be challenges we'll see for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. Walt, I want to thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Is there anything else you'd like to add before I let you go? Well, <laughs> we certainly want to encourage people to travel around the province. We've really relied on domestic visitors over the past couple of years, particularly during the COVID period. And and uh, we look forward to more people traveling within British Columbia and also inviting friends and family from other parts of the world to visit our wonderful province. There are many places to see. There are so many things to do, and we really want to support the tourism sector as best as possible. So if I can leave with that positive message, we look forward to welcoming people from all parts of Canada, all parts of British Columbia, and ultimately all parts of the world this summer and for the rest of this year. So thanks for having me, Matt Oh, You're so welcome, Walt. Really appreciate you taking the time. You take care. You as well.